0: This is Jack Vickers, aka the Jack of All Grades, and you. No, 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 not you. No, the other. Yeah, yeah, you. That one. You are listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Now
1: go. You can talk now.
2: Oh, welcome, Craig. And all of the listeners listening on Spotify to the Hidden Oaks Overdose football fix. Thank you, Jack, for that lovely intro. Um, as always, you could connect with us on Discord, reach out to us and leave a voicemail on Anchor, or reach us at email, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. You're also able to go to the website, hiddenoaksoverdose.com, to see some of the league's history, as well as some lovely artwork by none other than Mr. Levi Oki himself. Thank you, Levi. We're going to mention the segment start times in the pod description. but for those of you who can't read, just listen to the whole thing. Gar, how you doing?
1: Well, Josh, I'm doing better than I sound. We're down here in Blaine, operating off a mobile hotspot through a Surface mic. Headphones are failing. Um, you know, So I'm worried about the integrity of the show. Uh, I'm going to sound like garbage, and you know that's going to turn people off from listening for sure. But um, this was a test run for when I go to Mexico, and right now this test run is... Letting me know things about Mexico, so that's good enough. Uh, but, you know, all things considered, I'm good. You know, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, Josh. How are you doing, pal?
2: Oh, I'm doing. It's a lovely Tuesday evening, 5.01 p.m., for those of you listening. And uh, I can still see some light in the sky.
1: Uh, how 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 much light, if you had to give a percentage? Yes. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, I know... Yeah. I know in the chit-chat, so I'm not forgetting my notes here, I know I wrote down Gentleman's Handshake, and that's a reference to I met your lovely son Asher this weekend. Um, I came over Sunday for the Vikings Packers game. I shook his hand. I told him, uh, you know, the internet tells me that baby talk is out, so I talked to him like an adult. I talked to him man-to-man. Shook his hand. I said, you know, if you ever need someone to look out for your 401k, let me know. I can help you with your investment options. Um, And I left it at that, and then me and Asher, uh, we have an understanding, so it was a good weekend all around josh
2: well, how was your weekend it was uh it was pretty solid no i enjoyed it you know decent i mean the outcome of the football game that we watched together was not necessarily the best but uh um whatever it, it happened it was still a good game to watch um after you and nate left i ended up taking like an hour and a half long nap which was even more nice um because i didn't get interrupted by uh diaper pants or asher as you called them um and so yeah i mean that's that's the extent of it you know then we had a little bit of issue yesterday um some some different comments and some different chit chat in the deflate these balls league but um i i I think i texted you it kind of snowballed into something out of anybody's expectation because all zai said was seriously because I'm going to walk you through my uh, typical Sunday. For those of you who listen and are part of the deflate these balls, you can go ahead and, you know, take this how you want. But at 6 a.m., dogs typically wake us up. No big deal. Asher's up getting fed anyways. 7 a.m. is when I actually wake up. 8.30, leave for church. 9, 10, church. 9 to 9.15, I'll comment on how cute Ryan Herman is to him in the foyer of the church. Uh, 9.30 to 10.30, you know, look at lineups, set them, make sure they're good. And then 10.45, unwind. Uh start working out eleven thirty ish. Eleven thirty, that's about you know, that's about when when you were here at least, that's about when Asher started to uh, kick and scream because he wanted his bottle and so I had to make sure he was all right. Twelve o'clock, I'll sit down and watch the games. 30 find out that a player on my uh deflate these balls seems probably gonna be a healthy scratch or is a healthy scratch. And then twenty four hours later I'll have my integrity and commitment to league questions. That's a typical Sunday, it seems.
1: so it happens every sunday josh you sound like a victim
2: no 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 just just this past sunday but whatever i said i'd accept my lumps um and then for some reason the conversation continued for another eight hours um but i think they're making some progress in the no tank rules how are you feeling about that
1: i mean whatever i mean we all agreed to the rules apparently i had misinterpreted the rules it was a long-ass conversation yesterday and i don't know that i have the energy to even go through it again today so i uh i don't care to comment on it too much if the league as a majority wants to not allow tanking that's fine Uh, i guess that's their prerogative
2: yeah so moving into the uh hidden oaks original fan tasty zone brought to us by who
1: that's going to be the Skybusters, Josh. They're busting through the skies, and the quality of Skybusters is a lot higher than the quality of my voice right now. So, Skybusters, thank you for busting the sky.
2: Thank you. Do you have any food sponsors, Gar?
1: I have a some leftover holiday uh, Halloween candy from the ranch. I've got a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And I have a payday bar, which, if you don't know, a payday—it's almost like a salted uh, salted nut roll. Then, of course, I've got an RN, but it's in a bottle. It's a leftover bottle from Sunday, so I can't pop the top and uh, let you hear all the refreshing uh, sounds. So, but RN is here. Don't worry. What about you?
2: I just cracked open a the second uh, white Claw black cherry seltzer. Um, started the first during the notes. Um, but yeah, that was that's kind of my only snack because I ate everything else while I was taking notes. Um, we also have opportunities for individuals to sponsor us as a show. Starting with monthly payments of forty nine ninety nine We're able to um let you sponsor certain segments. I don't know if that pricing's right, but uh, Billy Mays here um is is nodding, so I'm gonna have to say it is. Um, so go ahead and sponsor us. We also have a late submission. For the Faye Far from last week, in which the topic was reading things.
1: Yeah, we sure did, and uh, yeah, I put in us in the notes because that's what we're thankful for, Josh. We're thankful for our listeners. We're way more thankful for our sponsors. So if you in the in the season of thankfulness. Make us thankful for you by giving us money. There's plenty of opportunities to do so. Uh, you know you can ask them about them, but they're pretty clear in the Discord. Anyways, here's Jack's Fave Farve books from last week. It might take just a second to play because it seems like everything's going a little bit slower on this surface go. We'll see. Maybe. I'll keep this one short because I missed last
0: week's, but I was tossing out my Fave Farve favorite books. Uh, number Farve. I'm going to go with the Mitch Rapp series by Vince Flynn. A lot of people mentioned that last week. Love all those ones. Number three, I'm going with The Martian by Andy Weir. The movie was made about it, but the book is even better in my opinion. Number two, I have 112263. It's a kind of sci-fi thriller about time travel and the JFK assassination by Stephen King, one of my favorite authors. And number one, Gone Girl. Uh, if any of you have seen the movie, the book is a thousand times better. I love this book so much
1: there you go that was uh jack's faith five books thank you jack for coming in late i know we do allow uh, late submissions, so if you're ever late uh don't be afraid josh what what else yeah. we got going on in the discord
2: well uh you posted something about emotional wins and how the vikings seem to be in um quite a quite a cycle or a, a routine of uh being in close games week after week and whether or not that was beneficial or if it's going to wear down on players. I didn't have too much time to contribute to that conversation, but uh, what did you find people were saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, the the consensus coming out was that – because, I mean, the Vikings have struggled. Look at 2017, look at 2019. They win highly emotional games, whether it's the Minneapolis Miracle or whether it's um, you know down in the Superdome to Adam Thielen late – but yeah, we seem to get creamed the next week. So it seems like people were saying that if we keep winning these close games, we'll be kind of, uh, I don't know, almost numb to it. We're very used to the pressure. We're very used to, you know, the high emotions of all these close games. So, I mean, the the people seem to think that we'll be better equipped if uh, if we make the playoffs. I'm still not sure that we will. But if we do, maybe uh, these we won't have such a high emotional game hangover. That seemed to be what the Discord was saying.
2: Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to find out. Uh, I'm sorry, I got lost in... There's so many words on these notes. Uh, Next up, we would be talking about my massive poll, but uh, my my massive poll is in hibernation for the moment. Um, I didn't come out with anything since I had two last week, Um, but you guys may be be able to get one out of me on Thanksgiving um, or shortly thereafter. Um, Sleeper squads. that's something that you're a part of. I don't know too much about, so go ahead and discuss. Yeah, I mean,
1: I'll keep it brief because I know I sound like absolute garbo, but it's a new feature on Sleeper. I know most of the people who listen to the pod are on the Sleeper app now because we do our Dynasty League there, and we have a couple other leagues there as well. So um, it's it seems like it's legal sports betting somehow. I don't know, but, you know, I won... I think I netted $7, plus they gave me a $10 promo, so I'm up $17 so far after I've won a couple contests over the weekend. Essentially, there's an over-under. Uh, you have to pick at least two players in each game, so it's a parlay. That's how they get you. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool. Uh, you're restricted to you know single game contests, so that's kind of a, a downside for people. But if you want to hear more about it, if you're more interested in it, check out the Sleeper Squad uh, chat in Discord. And if you're not interested in it, we'll uh, stop talking about it. So if people post in the Discord, we'll keep it on the show week to week. Otherwise, we'll just keep it uh, the few of us d- d- degenerate gamblers that are already doing it. So we'll see. We don't have to talk about it on the pod, but we'll just see if anyone's interested. I know it's pretty brand new, so people probably don't even have a haven't had a chance yet to learn about it. Or to check it out, so we'll we'll kind of see how the people feel. But I think it's pretty neat, and uh, you know, sports gambling hasn't been legal in Minnesota just yet. At least I don't fully understand it. As someone who works in gaming, I should know more. But I don't know. I think it's pretty neat, and uh, I'm sure I'll end up losing money in the end because that's what gambling is. But if you wanna if you wanna try your hand in some legal gambling, at least in the state of Minnesota, we're good to go. So check out the sleeper squads. We got an invite link in that Discord channel. Oh, we do. Yeah. yeah yeah infight leaks in there i kind of describe what it is and uh yeah if the link doesn't work let me know i can try and send it to you personally but there is a link in there as we speak
2: well hot diggity dog thanks gar and thank you Skybusters, for bringing us that hidden oaks original fan tasty zone gar we have some short segments that we like to just kind of break up the the, the kind of the bigger ones and we've got a fan favorite the guards grinder gar who are you grinding on today well i wanted
1: to go with someone who probably got a little less recognition this week obviously jonathan taylor went off austin eckler went off there's a lot of big performances i wanted to recognize our, our good old friend Zach has been around the league a while traded to the cardinals recently dude had eight receptions uh, for 88 yards two touchdowns which are the only two touchdowns that colt mccoy threw on sunday uh, against the Seahawks, and uh, you know, Zach Ertz caught them both. So, kind of a welcome back moment, kind of a re-breakout game. Hopefully, that chemistry is there when Kyler comes back, and Zach Ertz can uh, kind of return to the form we all know he's capable of. Uh, I believe he's the tight end six currently. It might depend on your scoring settings, but uh, Zach Ertz had a good performance, and he's a uh, you know almost a top five tight end. Uh, you know, a, key, a tight end one for sure. So, uh, they have the buy this week. So, if you see anyone dropping Zach Ertz, might be worth the pickup just uh, for your playoff push.
2: Ugh. all right so next up we have the hidden oaks original podcast play along 5 12 p.m go ahead and write down that segment start time gar you got um, it. we have three names who rocked week 11 none of which are female unless hammer is actually lady hammer but i don't think it is So we have Cody with 152.58, the only soul brave enough to start um, to scrub Jonathan Taylor against the number one ranked run defense. Uh, Turns out that was a lie. Um, Following that, we have none other than your podcast host, Josh, doing what he said he'd do and playing Gar's dud for last week, Um, Devontae Adams, no big deal, uh, with 131.14. And then Hammer with 129.64. And I believe that there was a handful of people kind of right around that 128 and uh, between 120, 128 as well. So congrats to all of you who may have improved on your top five scurs. In our standings, we have the big cushy man still on top with seven forty two point five eight. Um He's probably just sitting back in his little recliner drinking Mai Tais with that little umbrella because he's been sitting at that number for quite some time. Uh, We have Cody with 710.18. That is going to be Carmel's soon-to-be brother-in-law, who may or may not be his alternate account for a sex dungeon um, Discord channel that he's a member of. Um, We have yet to find that out. And then in third, we have Hambone Hammer with 700.92 points. Last week aka week 10's top three was david as i mentioned derek who's no longer in the top three and elena who's no longer in the top three so i'm guessing they're sitting there pretty close um and we're getting down to it so they still have a chance gar who'd you have for a a stuttered dud last week
1: well, Josh, it's well documented. I had Devonte Adams as a dud. I also put Devonte Adams in my um, sleeper squad parlay that lost. Good thing I ended up positive, you know, cash flow positive. But I had Devonte Adams as a dud. He's a wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he put up, ended up putting up 27 points. He was a 3.2 times value off his 84 hunch price tag. He was not Dudley, but you know what? I stuck to my guns. He was not in my lineup. What about you, Josh?
2: uh yeah i had miles gaskin as a stud um miami running back um he was only 6200 and uh he ended up putting up 17.1 which was 2.8 times his value um may you know i would think that that's just over that stud line uh 2.5 kind of being a, a rough number i just tossed out um three maybe is more likely but you know he's just right around there so not a bad pickup um, I don't know if I had him in my lineup or not. I'm too lazy to check. I do know I had Dan Arnold, who didn't even touch the ball, and uh, Dak Prescott, who apparently forget how to forgot how to football. Um, but, yeah. Um, who do you got this week? Um, I'm going with
1: more of a big swing pick, Rex Burkhead. He's a running back for the Houston Texans. They just cut... Uh... Just cut Philip Lindsay. Rex Burkhead had 18 carries last week. It seems like it's still gonna be a one-two punch with David Johnson, but if DJ can't uh, get her done against the New York Jets, Rex Burkhead had 18 carries. That's plenty of volume. You love to see volume. And for only 57 hunch, that's a budget play, so you'll have plenty of room for some other studs to pad your lineup. Rex Burkhead, I'm predicting to be a stud this week. Josh, you?
2: Yeah, for just to ponder 100 more, um, I have Elijah Moore. Um, Wide receiver for the New York Jets, um, playing against Houston. He's 64 hunch. Um, uh, he's had a couple of back-to-back, or he's had two out of three weeks have been pretty solid. Uh, a couple, I believe, in the last three, he's got four total touchdowns. He's kind of emerging as that number one target. um So, oh, ow. Um, so yeah, I have him, and I'm going to probably, more than likely, put him in my lineup. Brian, if you are listening, play Elijah Moore. Play rex burkhead you don't need anybody else just those two moving on to another uh fan favorite aka maybe favorite short segment josh's joker of the week this week's joker guard do you know who do do you have a guess as to what i'm about to say
1: Well, you weren't very happy about everything that went down and deflate these balls, so I would have to assume it is going to be that related unless you want to talk about um, the Packers being jokers for losing to the inferior Vikings.
2: You are correct. I'm going to talk about Green Bay Packers defense managing to somehow hold Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, and I don't even remember the other. Russell Wilson to their worst performances of the season almost and then let kirk i cook with tinfoil cousins come into his own house and embarrass them so yes my joker of the week is the green bay packers defense and their inability to play defense moving on to hidden oaks highlights for week 11 our side bet was 100 yards of gold, the team with the running back closest to 100 yards rushing, over or under, um, with the flex eligible. um, Our winner was Derek, aka Straight Cash Homie, with Antonio Gibson putting up 95 total yards. Notice how I did not say garlic.
1: You didn't say garlic, and it wasn't 95 total yards. It was 95 rushing yards, to be clear. Rushing
2: yards, yeah, whatever. Uh, blowout, we had Team Mitchell, a.k.a. Nikita Mitchell, over Gojo Burrow, a.k.a. Eric Lindvick, Uh One forty-four to 0.3 to 71.4. I believe that's back-to-back weeks where our blowout has uh, uh, been a differential that was more than the losing team's total score. Um, that's a 72.9-point differential. Um, In the nail biter, we've got the hot chub time machine, Willie over, Henry going to give it to you, Um, Garrett with 113.65 to 104.6, 9.05 differential there. So um, for you standard folk, probably not necessarily too much of a uh, nail biter, but in PPR, it is. Moving on to the table that everyone loves to hate and hates to love. Um, we've got uh, the lows of the week. Uh, Josh is back on top with his uh, low scoring quarterback trend um, with Justin Fields with 4.25. Um, for running back, we had two with 3.6. So that was um, Alex Collins and uh, Daryl Williams, Damian Williams, whoever the Chiefs Williams is. And then Jamal Williams. So bad day to be a Williams. Sorry, Alex. Sorry, Ben. Um Jamal Williams put up 1.1. For wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson um, with 0.5, and then Brandon Cooks with 3.8. Evan Ingram was the lowest scoring tight end with 3.2. Um, and then in, in the flex, Dernis Johnson was only scored 2.6. Defense, the low-scoring Buffalo Bills, who are were the ranked number one, probably still are, um, with negative four. And then we had a tie with negative one for kickers with McLaughlin and Tyler Bass that is that roster would have gotten you 13.95 total points moving on to the highs we've got uh herbie hancock himself justin herbert with 38.1 leading all quarterbacks then we've got in running back um somebody named jonathan taylor thomas with uh 53.4 points just absolutely killed it um austin 41.5 41.5 not a bad showing from him uh wide receivers we had the the guys playing one another uh justin jefferson with 37.2 and then justin jefferson's idol Devonte adams with 30.5
3: <laughs>
2: i'm just kidding but he did say he watches his release and likes to study his film I'm uh sure. tight end travis kelsey with 18.8 and then the flex we've got darnell mooney 23.1 points for the defense Uh, New England's defense had 26 points. Um, That's literally a third of T's score, I believe, for the week. Um, Kicker, we had Nick Folk um, with 15. Having that lineup would have gotten you a solid 283.6.
1: Yeah, this is one of those lineups, Josh. I know we kind of talk about it, you know, periodically, but this is one of those lineups that is would be in no way possible. There's a lot of top talent, a lot of, you know, probably f- four if not five first-round picks in there. Um, so, you know, of all our high teams, this one could have never happened in a million years.
2: Yeah, I know Taylor, Eckler, Adams, and Kelsey went first in ours, and then Jefferson was a second-round pick. And then Herbert, I think, was a third or fourth. And then I think yeah who cares about kickers and right
1: yeah no they were they would not be near the top but um you you just talked a lot so i'll go ahead and give you a bit of a reprieve and then if you have anything else you can say you can circle back before the hidden oaks highlights end but side bet for next week josh we got air bud all right we uh we all love the movie we all love the doge this is gonna be the team with the quarterback that has the longest pass. It has to be your starting quarterback. I don't give a fuck if you have a quarterback on your bench. This will be the team with the starting quarterback that has the single longest pass. And I know that's not something that's not a stat that is readily available on espn i have to go click a couple extra buttons to find it but it is there um so it's not too hard for me to find as someone who's gonna have to look these up next week but the single longest pass so be watching out on thanksgiving if you have your quarterbacks playing on thanksgiving and then be checking out sunday and monday see who's really airing it out whoever has the single longest pass that starts in our league is going to get that five dollar scrilla in their pocket uh josh uh we got some blowouts we got some nail biters from last week we have blowouts and nail biters every week is there any particular games this week that you think are um you know set up to be a uh uh, blowout or a nail biter
2: um i i don't know i haven't pulled it up yet do you have any in mind
1: well, Josh, I always have some in mind. Um, again, I don't want to talk too much. This is going to be a faster pod. We just want to get it over with. I'll definitely have to bring my beefier, um, beefier computer to Mexico with me. But I'm playing your wife. Um, unless the Chargers are on a buy, I find it very likely that your wife blows me out, and she blows me out hard, Josh. Um, so, yeah, I've, I feel like Nikita's going to bring it to me hard this week um jamie is playing i mean jeremy is 11 or no i don't know how anyone's gonna stop jeremy that's probably another blowout candidate Um, you're playing t Uh, you're gonna nail bite t for sure just because that'd be funny
2: jamie's uh jamie's projected oh boy 65 and she's got eight guys in her lineup so uh yeah, none of them are. The only person in her lineup that's on a bye is Patrick Mahomes, and she's projected 68 to Jeremy's 123. So yeah, it's gonna be a rough week for Jamie. I feel that might be the blowout. Um, I think Jeremy's just gonna go full on 18 um, and one Patriots, um, which yikes. But uh, I, I do think that that would be fun, especially when I beat him in the championship um, after my uh, subpar start. Um, I do think I'm gonna blow T out um just because t is um hilarious and um the pay- or he has a couple guys on by um and you know he's your cousin so he's probably drinking already um some nail biters i think nikita is going to be on a nail biter with you just because she seems to um she seems to have lower scoring games um that she's winning but she um and so she, i think you are going to be able to keep it close
1: well, you know, I appreciate the faith. I mean, she, we she literally was just the blowout. She just beat uh, she just beat Eric Landvik by more than Eric Landvik scored. But I would love to be in a nail-biter with your wife. At least then I could be a little bit proud. But we will see, Josh. Only time will tell. Walters, I see in the chat you did get your submission in in time. In fact, we are just moving into the medical minutes, so you still would have had even a little bit more time if you wanted to. But I do have to write down this medical minute segment start time real quick. And then uh, – I
2: 25
1: yeah josh can you read the description that i put in this was a bit of a joke but can you read that and then guess what the medical minute's about based on what i wrote down in the note sheet
2: Puffing season so based on my general knowledge of everything medical related i'm going to go ahead and say that this is when the weather starts to get a little bit chillier Um, and individuals start to kind of like hibernate. And so you may end up with a partner, um, of the opposite or same sex that you will kind of hibernate with whether or not it's somebody that's going to be long-term or short-term.
1: That's exactly what cuffing season is, Josh. That's I'm surprised. Oh. I, I don't, no offense, I'm surprised you knew that. The, the medical minute's not actually cuffing season. I was just trying to use that as a joke, actually. Uh, but you know, Josh, ten out of ten points for getting that right. I thought you'd be just a little out, of, slightly more out of touch because you and Nikita have been together so long. But uh, no, we're in we're the actually... longest
2: cuff of uh, cuff
1: in history. So. Well, that's, if that's true, that's pretty good. Uh, but no, Jamie is going to talk to us tonight about rotator cuffs. I assume this is something that came out of the Discord. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, the Medical Minute today is about rotator cuffs. So uh, hopefully this plays instantly. If not, give it a few seconds. But here's Dr. Jamie Hammer.
3: Hey, guys. Dr. Jamie Hammer here to talk to you about the rotator cuff. The rotator cuff is pretty much more commonly injured in overhead throwing injuries, most often seen in baseball pitchers. But you can see this also in quarterbacks who are throwing wide far receptions and things like this, but you can also see it in people who are tackled like offensive linemen who are tackled onto their shoulder. In that situation you're more likely to see a tear, a through and through tear to the muscle group that makes up the rotator cuff. Otherwise you're more commonly hearing about rotator cuff tendinopathies and this is where you get just inflammation in the muscle groups that make up the rotator cuff. So what muscles are these? These are all the muscles that line your scapula or your shoulder blade that help control your range of motion of your arm. These are the subscapularis, the supraspinatus, the infraspinatus, and the teres minor. Not that that's really relevant, but it does change the physical exam findings that you're gonna see. When people have a through and through tear of a rotator cuff muscle, you might see that they're no longer able to perform their overhead activities, like throwing a ball or reaching a dish on the top shelf. But in people who just have sort of that generalized inflammation in those muscle groups, you're gonna see pain and discomfort and maybe a reduced in their performance as far as being able to perform their duties without pain or injury. Um, In order to treat this, we usually start with conservative treatment. If it's a through and through injury, we would like to check for uh, tears with an ultrasound as those could require surgical repair. But otherwise we do rest, ice and compression, um, gradual return to physical activity, and almost all of these benefit from physical therapy. That's probably the first um, referral that you're going to get from a physician after you see them for a rotator cuff tendinopathy is a referral to physical therapy. And then after that, you usually see improvement in six to 12 weeks. If you're not seeing some serious gains and return to normal performance after 6 to 12 weeks, you're going to want to reevaluate. Make sure you're on the right track. Probably get an MRI to evaluate those muscle groups and make sure that you're not missing a diagnosis such as an impingement syndrome or bony impediment of you being able to use those muscle groups to their full extent. If you guys have any other questions, hit me up in the Discord. This has been Dr. Jamie Hammer for the Medical Minute.
1: Josh, it is well documented that I'm someone who doesn't leave the house very often. I've never broke a bone. I've only stubbed a toe a few times. Definitely no rotator cuff injuries. You or anyone you know suffer from such a thing? You know how? You know what it do to them? Were they able to recover? Are they dead now? How was the funeral?
2: Um, I've known a couple of people who have rotator cuff injuries. Um, the most kind of the, the biggest one that I know of is Doug Arias back in high school. Um, there, in the senior year of. Bear, yeah. For those of you who don't know, his name is Bear, actually. Um, I haven't talked to him in years, if I'm being honest, but I do remember him having an injury, and I believe it was his rotator cuff. Um, he did not get tackled as an offensive lineman because typically they don't get the ball, so they don't get tackled. But the blocking motion, a lot of it is going to be where you push with your shoulders and then your shoulders go up, kind of you know extend. And so I believe he tore his rotator cuff, played through it um, a very, very, very sore and hurt all the time because of it um head surgery in the off season that sort of thing um funeral i don't mean i don't know maybe he's had one i don't know if it was his or not though um but yeah as far as close contacts that i've i've spoke with not that i can talk about or not that i know of um but yeah i did all well right. maybe did uncle rico tear his i don't know i really don't know
1: <laughs> I know he could throw a football clear over that mountain.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So he probably didn't. But uh, yeah. So not, no. This one is one that I haven't had necessarily as much experience with um, in the old uh, in the old locker rooms.
1: All right, Josh. And another, another follow up since we don't have too much analysis. Thank you very much, Dr. Jamie Hammer. But what? Maybe you weren't paying attention. Maybe you're listening to the words versus the tone and this and that. But as I was pre-listening to it today. Um, just I wanted to make sure it sounded good, and you don't want to, you know, make Jamie look bad just because the audio's bad or whatever. I thought that Jamie sounded the most confident she sounded in a medical minute this year. So I don't know if you picked up on that same thing I did, but it just to me, you know, the, the way I said it to her and te- I texted her about, it, it was like it sounded like you were saying it with your chest, as Kevin Hart would encourage you to do. So did you, you know, did you feel more confidence out of Jamie through this one, or do you think I'm just it's much ado about nothing out of me, or how do you think Jamie's done? Because I definitely, she has sounded pretty timid and more shy before whether she's trying to be quiet because her child's sleeping or she's at work or whatever. But to me, she sounded the most confident out of any medical minute this year. What, did you hear that or no?
2: Yeah. No, actually, I, you, as you mentioned, I'm going back over it in my head. And and it, it does seem like she was uh, speaking more with her. You know, she had that deep talking more as, as opposed to that uh, timid, you know, um, talking to your crush for the first time tone.
1: Well, shout out to Jamie. Obviously, she's very comfortable talking to people. She's a doctor. That's kind of what she has to do. But public speaking isn't always necessarily the same. And so, whether Jamie just had, you know, a free house where she could, you know, fully express herself or whether she's just really coming into this role, just want to, you know, I'm in the season of thankfulness. Thankful for Jamie. Appreciate you doing this. I, I asked her about it last year, but she never replied. And then I asked her again this year, and she's into it. So, Jamie, you're doing great. You're going to continue to do great and sound even better. So, Anyone else who's learned something? Maybe give Jamie an extra, special shout out uh, this week for being so great on the Medical Minute so far. But um, yeah, that's that's enough. That's enough uh, stroking Jamie for for one podcast, I think. Um, but yeah, that was um,
2: speaking of the Medical Minute. Did you hear that there's now going to be a competitor segment in one of oh our um, competitor podcasts?
1: No, that sounds fake.
2: Yeah, I believe that. Well, Gar, an inside source of mine says that. Uh, the Victoria's Secret POD is about to start the Victoria's Secret original Doctor's Diary, um, and so they might, uh, they might start to have some of the stolen clips of Jamie, and so we need to make sure that we get her signed under contract, and that that we have some sort of, uh, um, Non-compete- some sort of plan in place. Yeah
1: yeah we'll see the the, the victorious pod can try and poach if they want but uh josh has dogs so just let that be known <laughs> i've actually. sure all right uh but we can move on josh what, what segments next is the fan favorite it's how we bring home every show it usually has less to do about football these days but the people you know almost always our live listeners are people who called in so what do we got
2: oh, we've got the hidden oaks original fave farve Um, somebody had mentioned to me that, you know, we could potentially start a podcast strictly on Fave Farve's and still be okay. Uh, so this week's topic, kind of a, kind of a bummer, not, not one that I, you know, I try to sit here and hum songs, couldn't do it. Um, but, uh, songs you always hum along to. We've got a few different submissions. Gar, you've always assert term in the order. I don't want to step on your toes there. So I'm going to let you go ahead and take it away with our fan submissions.
1: Well, I mean, it's definitely the regular cast of characters, um, but, you know, it's tough because, you know, there's uh, Audio Al is Audio Al. Walters also would deem himself a bit of an audiophile. I tend to think that as, as great as Walters thinks he is, Walters' opinions are usually subpar. So, I mean, you want to respect the fact that he thinks he knows music with the fact that he probably doesn't. Um, but I think we're going to let Al go last just because he is, in fact, Audio Al. And since Jack is the least known uh, for audio, we're going to let Jack kick it off. I'm sure he'll still have great things to say. But we'll let Jack go first and then just kind of see how my mood takes me from there. But... Hopefully this webpage will load and it'll probably take an extra second. But here's Jack's Fave Favre, songs you always want to hum along to, maybe.
0: Hello, my good sirs. Jack Vickers here calling in with the Fave Favre of the Week. Favorite songs to hum along to. Uh, Number Favre, I'm going to have to go with the Red Robin jingle, the Red Robin, Yum. Just, just a perfect little hum way to end there. Number three, I am going with the Imperial March from Star Wars. It's got no words to it, so it's easy to hum. Just got to do a little Darth Vader entrance walk as you're coming in. Number two, I am going with the song that Matthew McConaughey sang in The Wolf of Wall Street. The, uh... Just iconic. And number one, uh, if any of you are fans of Lord of the Rings or more specifically The Hobbit out there, the Misty Mountains song from... Um, The first of the trilogy in The Hobbit was just amazing. Love humming along to that every time. So, yeah,
1: that's it. I mean, Josh, Red Robin is pretty good. What do you think about what Jack had to say? Yum. There you go. All right, let's hear Walters next. Let's hear Walters' Fave Favre songs to Holly's always hum along to. Sup, fellas. It's your boy, Walters, coming at you with my Fave farve list of songs to hum along to coming in at number five we've got royal blood by harris heller coming in at number three it is a combo platter of the clown music that is before the hood pod plus the hood pod Rock theme intro coming in at number two we have the land podcast intro and my favorite, favorite song to hum along to would be the theme song for the Victorious Pod. Catch you guys later. Bye. Well, that's what happens when you play Walters. Uh, you let Walters contribute. Josh, what do you think about Walters? A lot, of, a lot of podcast fandom in there. We got, we got a plug.
2: Yeah, we did get a plug, which kind of, you know. It makes it seem like, you know, he's trying to butter us up. So I'm just going to see right through his uh, smoke screen there. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that if we were um, kindergarten teachers and we were handing out stickers, it would be a you tried sticker.
1: Well, we do appreciate you calling in, Walters, uh, regardless. And you did get yourself a nice little entry into the Hood Pod Swag Basket Raffle. So, appreciate you calling in. Uh, Like I said, Audio Owl will be last. So then the second to last, the penultimate, I believe I'm using that word correctly. I don't fucking know. um, Whoever's second to last. It's going to be Brian. So let's hear Brian's Fave five songs he always wants to hum along to.
3: Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. today's fave farm songs you hum hum along to not a lot of songs that i actually hum along to but the one that i did think of was the battle hymn of the republic because what that means to me is that's about freedom and freedom is a good thing when freedoms start eroding fascism ensues The first freedom that is usually eroded is that of free speech. Sometimes that gets trumped by a fascist (laughs) dictator who begins censoring you. Once people start censoring you, chaos follows. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah.
1: Uh, so, Josh, in case you're not aware, Brian had so I've I've got heat from Al, I've got heat from Walters, heat from plenty of people since I started the Gridiron Gossip, and maybe I'll have to reevaluate in the off season. But we try and keep uh, maybe some heat from you even try and keep that chat "quote unquote" serious. And so Brian had posted a joking GIF the other day, and then like a comment along with it. So I assumed everything he was saying in jest. So I deleted the GIF, I deleted his comments about all the players being half his age, and then. Uh, <laughs> Obviously he was not very happy and he I'm now a fascist dictator Josh. Do you how do you feel? Am I a fascist dictator or you know, do you like to hum along to glory glory hallelujah hallelujah for staying on topic?
2: Yeah, well I'm a little bit upset that uh Brian managed to um take away my fave farf. So yeah. No, um <laughs> I didn't I didn't have a chance to see that. I just saw that. And uh Brian, uh shout out to you for for sticking your guns. I I have been censored by the dictator himself many a times because I don't look to see which channel I'm actually posting in. Um and so it's something that you get used to. Um you kind of build up a, a callus of sorts on your soul and, and you'll get stronger over time as you get censored more and more. Um, We live in an age where censorship happens, cancellations happen, and and you just got to kind of regroup, come back more offensive than ever.
1: Yeah, so, Brian, you can deal with it. Everyone else has dealt with it so far. You're no different. You don't get any extra passes because you're a boomer, as much as you like to think you are, uh, or as special as you like to think you are. But we'll go ahead with Audio Al next. He's usually got a nice little joke for us, but he's Audio Al, so you gotta you got to respect that and let him go last. Maybe he was serious. We'll find out, though. Audio Al's fave-far of songs he always wants to hum along to. Maybe. What's up, guys? It's Audio Al with the uh, oh, no. favorite
0: five songs you can hum to or whatever. Uh, we'll go with number four: somebody that I used to know by Godier. Number three: "Sugar We're Going Down" by Fall Out Boy. Number two: uh, "Hey, I Just Met You." This is crazy, but here's my number. So call me maybe. That's what it's, that's what's called. Call me maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen, and then number one, yeah you absolutely hate it when it comes on the radio it's a commercial but you cars know for kids it's kind of hard not to hum along to one eight seven seven cars for kids
1: <laughs> josh did that that sound do i sound robotty or was it just al that sounded
2: robotty it was just uh al i think all that audio al talk kind of ruined his audio
1: Okay, well, I'm going to, just as a test, because I want to make sure, if I will replay Al's if it wasn't, but I'll try and play Brian's again just to make sure it was only Al's audio file for whatever reason. Just start it to see if Brian sounds clear. Yeah, there's there's no roboty there. So I don't know, Al. Must have been whatever's going on. It could be the fact that I'm on a surface for whatever reason, but whatever. Sorry that was so low-quality, Al, but also, I mean, your audio, Al. But, uh, yeah, Josh, I mean, Call Me Maybe is not a bad song to hum along to, I don't think. What did, what did you think about Al, what Al had to say?
2: Um, Well, as you probably heard, I I definitely predicted his number one once he said he doesn't like it, but he he can't help but hum along. Um, That song just so happens to be one of the most triggering songs I've ever heard in my life for some reason. Not that I have anything against what they stand for. Not that I have anything against what they do. But for whatever reason, whenever I hear them come on, I can't help but sarcastically go, one 800 cop kid. I just can't stand it.
1: Well, you know, it's uh, successful marketing. Outrage marketing is huge these days, and it's stuck yep. in your head forever, so, you know, A-plus on that marketing project, no question about it. They were effective, if nothing else. Um, but those are all our fan submissions. Shout-out to Jack, Al, Walters, and Brian for calling in. Josh, I've probably already talked too much for this Fave farm segment, although we haven't had Brad or Walters who are listening live complain yet about how poorly I sound, but... Um, we said this fave far was a bit of a struggle for you was that just a joke earlier did you actually struggle to come up with your list or what what was going through your mind as you did this
2: no i i I did fine with my list i i don't hum along to a lot of songs just because i'll usually try to sing them but uh I, i i typically um well i i won't go into it until i go into my list itself and my um honorable mentions but how about you did you have trouble with this one
1: Yeah, I've definitely said, yeah, okay, there we go, Brad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know I sound poor, it's on me. This was a test run for what I could sound like in Mexico, and it sounds awful, so um, uh, we talked about that earlier. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked about it many times, I'm not a big lyricist guy, I'm more of a passenger to music. You know i don't own a lot of albums i don't listen to albums through and through music is just much more of a background thing to me i never go wow i really want to listen to this song or you know i don't share music a lot either so i mean i i will be honest and say i didn't put a lot of time into my list so i definitely don't want the walk-off shot this week kind of you know goes with the theme of me just putting in minimal effort this week all across the board but you're definitely gonna get the walk-off shot but uh yeah i i my list, I didn't think too hard about. I think I still have a good top four, but no honorable mentions, not not too much critical thought put into it this week for me. But if, uh, if I'm going first, so you get the walk-off shot. Do you want to hit your honorable mentions first, since I have none, or do you want me to just go? Just yes, go ahead. All right, Josh, we're going to go with number four. Most people would be singing along to this song, but since I'm not too much of a singer, uh, I'm going with Sweet Caroline. I mean, that's a song everyone can recognize. You'll be sitting there at a sports game, even if you're not into the, you know, belting the dut da da you know, you could be humming along to that song. It's got a good melody, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I I'll, would always hum along to Sweet Caroline if I wasn't singing it. So that's my number five, Sweet Caroline.
2: Yeah, so um, I got to cross off some of my... Um, honorable mentions here, so I don't ruin my list. Um, So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and with some of my honorable mentions. So for those of you who don't know, um, and may or may not uh, believe me, um, I like classical music a lot. And so I took a class at Hamlin, um, joined a week late, and was told the highest grade I could get is a 90%, managed to get a 95% because... i'm good um and so um i do like a lot of classical music a lot of that is stuff that you hum to because if you're musically um challenged like i am um you could get out uh triangled by a rock and so um it is you know it's one of those it's a fun genre to hum to because there's not a lot of lyrics in classical songs um and so i kind of avoided the whole um sweet carolines even though they did cross my mind so sweet caroline um africa by toto is on my list for honorable mentions um other honorable mentions um O fortuna um we had uh the game of thrones theme song four seasons by vivaldi um and so and then conte partiro that's a big one to hum along to um and, but going into my number five in the hall of the mountain king guard you know that song
1: nope uh, maybe if i heard it but not by its title
2: Well, I'm gonna try and, uh, play just a snippet.
1: Oh, God. You could have had me prepared for this, but okay, (laughs) you go for it.
2: Oh, sure. (laughs) So, that one comes on, you gotta, you can't help but start to kind (laughs) of along, even if you don't do it right, like I just did. Gar, what's your number? Trey.
1: My number trade, Josh, it's funny you mentioned the classical music. I'm someone who's in band. There's a lot of songs, you know, if I was sitting there during a long rest period or whatever while the rest of the band was playing, I'd be humming along, tapping my foot, keeping the beat so I'd be ready, but plenty of humming happened to me in band. This is a song I never got the privilege of playing in band, but I mean, everyone would know it, everyone would recognize it if they heard it. This is going to be Beethoven's ninth, uh, Ludwig von Beethoven's ninth, uh, also known as Ode to Joy. Absolute classic song. Um, like I said, everyone knows it, it's just really good. You hum it, you whatever, mumble along, whatever you got to do. Could even whistle at a couple parts, but Ode to Joy is my number 3 from Mr. Beethoven.
2: Very nice. Um I'm going to actually stick with the trend. Um another Beethoven song, not Ode to Joy, but uh Für Elise. Um another song that many people recognize. That song comes on usually I'll, you know, hum along to it or fake piano play. Um but uh, for at is my number Trey
1: nice nice all right josh well my number two this one uh is very topical for this time of year it'll definitely get you in the holiday spirit josh uh silent night will be my number two song you always hum along to i mean obviously very simple words you can easily sing along if you like definitely there's some carolers out there who would sing this for you but if you don't feel like singing silent night very very easy song to hum along to i'm sure josh that before uh, christmas has come and gone that you and or your wife will be humming silent night to asher to try and get him to chill the fuck out if he happens to be in his wah state but uh yeah silent night absolute banger of a christmas song and uh great to hum along to
2: wah state indeed he is he is known for pronunciating his Wans. um moving on to my number dos i've got Bells, canon in d probably another song that a lot of you'd recognize it's one of those um one of those sequences that's uh played repeatedly and so it's 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 um well popular but uh Bell's canon D is, is definitely my number two. Can't help but play it. I think I listened to I think I had a playlist that had three or four different versions of it uh with different instruments. So gotta love it.
1: Why? I mean, Walter. for what it's worth, Josh, I don't know if you want to change your list or not, but Walters seems to like everything you've said so far. So I don't know what that tells you about you. Maybe just Walters is a, a broken clock who's right twice a day, but Walters loves your list as well. Uh, my number one, Josh, this is uh, more unique to me, and it's very fitting with uh, what I've been spending my time doing on Xbox lately. But my number one, um, it's kind of a cheat because it's a lot of songs. I didn't just pick just one because no one would know a song by its title. But the whole Halo soundtrack, Josh, just the you so i've played the game so many times you can hum along to the whole thing it's absolutely hummable uh halo i uh, go on pandora or spotify the halo soundtracks are what i listen to when i'm actually trying to work very rarely uh you know non-lyrical music is supposed to help you work it's also supposed to help motivate you so i'm always humming along to some banger halo soundtracks um but yeah that's my number one josh i'm always humming to the halo soundtracks whether i'm playing the game or trying to work or whatever
2: Nice. So I I I think before I got into Halo Infinite, which I have played um on my own multiplayer for a couple times now, um, and I joked that it was called Galo, not Halo. Um, I, I I think I always said that the the theme song and the the kind of the soundtrack that they have is a is just solid. So good choice there. Um that is a honorable mention that I did not mention, so um but uh moving on to my number one. I'm sticking with the uh, whole classical music trend that I have uh, laid out for my first three options, and I'm going to sit here and say my number one is the Carmina Burana's 300 Violin Orchestra. That song comes on, and I don't care who you are, you could be a paraplegic, 99 years old, taking your last breath, you're going to get up and start doing work. So, three hundred violin orchestra. You, you either hum along to it or you start punching walls along to that theme. So, um, you just gotta you gotta um, you basically gotta be in a room by yourself when that song comes on because you're gonna kill somebody if if not. So, um Walters, you have liked all four of my songs, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you um being in the time of thankfulness once uh once we hit um friday though and it's black friday i'm just gonna go ahead and cast you aside like the black sheep you are um but for the time being love you
1: adorable uh yeah those were our fave Farms. i think we had some pretty good lists some good fan submissions as well i know my audio stinks so i'll just keep us moving here josh the topic for next week Oh, well, I mean, I, I know it is compared to what I normally sound like, um, but uh, anyways, the topic for next week is games. Oh, it's a misprint in the notes. It's games that get you heated. So maybe it's your fave Farve, maybe it's your fave Unfarve, depending on whether you actually like passion burning inside you or not. But uh, keep it vague. Interpret games or heated however you want. But um, yeah, topic for fave Farve next week is going to be games that get you heated, or it could be games that get heated in general. But if the game's heated, you're probably heated so games that get heated games that get you heated josh that's next week don't forget leave us voicemails get in the raffle uh any final words for the folks out there josh we have more time than usual. we're not rushing out of here we actually probably got about five more minutes we could talk we probably won't but i put in uh turkey bowl obviously thanksgiving's coming up we haven't talked about it too much yet uh what are your thanksgiving plans will you be at the turkey bowl now that you have a child uh what are you what are you doing for thursday and beyond
2: yeah, I mean, I plan on being there if I ever find out the time. I know I know the location, but I haven't seen any updates on the time and the number of people who plan on being there. Um, Walter's just hopped in the chat and said 8 a.m., so that should be something that uh, I make note of um, so I can show up at 8 a.m. I know that uh, Thursday is going to be a bit of a chilly one, so I might have to just stick to uh, uh, sweats instead of shorts. Um, but uh, But, yeah, I mean... I'm excited, always am. Started training yesterday, so I should be in tip-top shape. Um, How about you, Gar? Are you gonna be there this year?
1: I don't. I don't think I will. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I care enough to go anymore. I had to make a couple appearances uh, when I was trying to get Al and Walters and them to like me. I don't feel like I need to get them to like me anymore. I think we have established relationships, and um, I'm definitely someone that doesn't fit in in that crowd. Whether I'm sure everyone who listens to this will say, "Oh, Gar, you can come. It's fine." But you definitely get looks. Being me, yeah. There we go. Classic. Uh, but no, I mean, I don't think I'll be there. It's a good group of guys. It's fun to do. I'm just not an athlete in any way, shape, or form. So that can hurt my experience and hurt the experience of others. I know there's always a couple in the crowd who peaked in high school, and this is what they fucking live for every year, just to assert their dominance one more time. So uh, I will probably not be there. Maybe I'll come as a coach. I don't have a headset, though. We'll see. But I don't plan on being there at the moment. Um, Josh, I think, obviously, we talked about this last year, but it's been a full year. Where it was, Did COVID affect your Thanksgiving Big last year. I mean, probably not. But uh, are, are you have anything you're doing again this year that you weren't able to last year because COVID was. We were in much. Uh, we were in a lot of lockdowns last year. kind of before the vaccine rolled out. So anything coming back this year that you're excited that you missed out on for a year?
2: Um. Yeah. So last year, actually, Nikita's family because we usually go there for Thanksgiving um, and enjoy a nice meal. And Nikita's family actually cooked cooked their normal meal. And then dropped off food like baskets to each house, so we didn't get together, but we all got the dinners, and so that was great. Obviously, you miss out on that community and that family time. Um, and as an introvert, I, I'm usually not too opposed to that, so it doesn't necessarily matter. Uh, but it is nice to see them, and so now we have Asher to show off and use it as um, Asher to show off and to use as an excuse to get everybody together. Um, but uh, you know he's he's still an infant and and so infants don't do a whole lot. and i guess i I don't see the appeal of stay um of having you know multiple multiple hours, you know
1: sure uh any black friday shopping i mean probably not with ash i don't know if you and nikita were ever into it in general but you're looking for any uh, um black friday deals looking for any new video games or any new tools i saw you were back in the garage probably back in the garage for the first time in a while or maybe some cyber monday deals looking for anything in the shopping season maybe for yourself
2: uh not necessarily black friday started like six months ago so i don't know why you're just now bringing it up um no, I I back when it was, you know, just on Fridays, yeah. But working in retail, um I I kind of grew to hate it really quick. Um then you also get like the 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 TV deals at a lot of places like Target, Walmart and Best Buy. Uh you get those TV deals that are like 50% off on that big screen TV, but then you look and you realize that the, you know, the TCL brand TV is that uh that knockoff China brand that they just mass produce and has a lot of faults anyways. So, you know, you may get lucky with it. You may not. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not, a, I'm not big into crowds. Um, COVID may or may not still be around, but I, I, I think we do need a new plague, um, just because there are still too many people.
1: Jesus, uh, I myself, I think I'm gonna. I am good. i do not know if I'll physically go to a store or not, but I think I play my Switch every so often. I don't, I don't, I don't talk about it much, but I think I'll be looking for the Switch version of Smash Bros, whatever it's called these days. Obviously, it's not Brawl or Melee; those were the last couple. But whatever the most modern Smash is, I think I'm gonna look for that. See if I can get a deal on that, but. um... Yeah, other than that uh, I think that's it, Josh. You want to go ahead and close out the show for us? Thanksgiving's going to be dope. There's going to be plenty of football. Three games back to back to back on Thanksgiving Day, which is always the best part for me because you don't have to actually talk to your family if you don't want to. You can just sit there and stare at the screen. Maybe make a side comment about how a quarterback sucks every once in a while while I'm sitting there getting fatter and fatter eating. But uh, yeah, it's It's a great week. Thanksgiving, one of those great football holidays. Um, But go ahead and close out the show for us, Josh. Let's get the hell out of here on time. And even a wee bit early
2: yeah so go ahead and everybody engage the show on discord anchor and that email um if you need to know any of those informations i said in the beginning of the show and i don't like to repeat myself so listen back um you can also go to that website i mentioned earlier in the show to check things um guard you were Go to sleep i know just keep talking but you know it's fine i like this song we can go ahead and hum along to it to stick with the theme um For those of you who tuned in late, thank you. Uh, For those of you who didn't tune in at all, um, thank you. Um, But uh, yeah, that being said, tomorrow is hump day. I hate it when people say hump day. Um, The day after that is Thanksgiving. You will find me posted up next to the gravy boat with a straw.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Josh. Uh, Sorry I sounded so bad. I'll be back to form next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Love you.
2: Go Pack.